Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. And happy International Women's Day to you and to you and to you. Yes, what a great week it is to be alive. It is a very important week, and that's why we are choosing to celebrate with a lot of the conversations that we're holding space for on the Pod Channel this week. That's right. Today uh, is a really important topic that we, I suppose, in the past may have even been a little bit frightened to touch. You know, when something is as serious as Uh, sex trafficking and modern slavery, human trafficking, I think a lot of the time you could feel like, oh, am I, do I know enough about that information? Am I smart enough to hold up to pay the respect that it needs to, that it deserves, Mm. you know? And I've felt quite nervous about sometimes touching these things, but we got an opportunity to speak to an incredible woman and, and give her the opportunity to share her story, to showcase just the kinds of battles that women are facing across the world and in particular Cambodia. Yep, that's exactly right. This is a very big, a very important, a very complex issue. And yeah, if if today is not that kind of day that we face that and have a really candid conversation about it, then what day is? Somali Mam is a Cambodian author, a human rights advocate, and she focuses primarily on sex trafficking. She's done some amazing work. She's written uh, an unreal book and she's working a lot at the moment with Project Futures. Right, which is the people funding a a centre in Cambodia to help people come out of the very same brothel and the very same sex trafficking and human trafficking experience that Somalie has gone through herself. We're so excited to have her in our Thinker Girls Pod Channel studio and we really hope that you take something away from this incredible chat. Somali Mam, welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod channel. Hi, my name is Somali Mam. I am a um, survivor of sex slavery. We're so, so thrilled that you're here with us to share your story. Me too. I'm so happy to be here in Australia. We are so privileged to have you in here. Happy International Women's Day. We wanted to ask you to tell our listeners and ourselves a little bit about your story and why you've landed in the work that you do. Ah, it is not easy to go back to my story, but of course, all the all the all the channel channel is start from is start from my story. I, you know, Somali is not my real name because I had been born with no parents. No name and Somali is just my adoption parent who gave me that Somali. Um, as a kid and as a girl born in Cambodia like 50 years ago is a war in Cambodia. So myself I have been born with I don't know my parents, I don't know my birthday. And it's not my it's not just myself but so many people and our dream and my dream is to have parents. 
to her mother, to her father, to her family. So I remember I never get happy like all the kids get because I just want to see my parents, I just want to see my mom. When did you realize you, when did you realize you didn't have parents? How old were you? Since I was young, I never had my parents. So really you little. You can understand that Cambodia is 30 years of the war, but in 1997, 1997, like this year, it's my age where I born, it was, I was born, it's bombing in Cambodia. And then it's not myself, not just myself, but so many children, they don't have, they don't have parents. And I'm born with no parents. It's, I'm not alone who don't have parents. Mm. So then how old were you when you were adopted? As you say, you had a, a, adopted parents? Yeah, I got adopted before that, before all of this. I just want to let the people know that as, um, a girl who born in who been in the village who have no family, so I always try to have to her to her parent her family, so otherwise it's easy for the trafficker to traffic or to exploiting a girl or boy or you know some whatever, and then one day come an old man and he say he's my grandfather he is he pretends a grandfather that he know my parents, so he told me that I know your parents that I can bring you to see your parents. And of course that I believe. If I don't believe him, then I stay in the street. If I believe him, at least I leave him. Mm -hmm. At least if I leave with him, maybe I have 50% to find my parents. So I believe him to leave because otherwise I have no house, no home to live. So I have to believe him. So I live with him. And at the same time that I don't speak my because I'm from the mountain. And the mountain people, they don't speak Cambodia. So living with him and then I start to understand that I make a bad choice. Mm. A bad choice because he tried to, he beating me all the time, raping me, and then also he sold me. And you were how old at this point? I don't know exactly about my age. Mm. You know, I don't know. It's not, my, it's not just myself here. I think it seemed to be very important the first day in mm. Australia or in Europe, but in Cambodia, it's like in my same time and my period, it's like we don't know our birthday. Mm. Because we need, it's a poor country, we need to survive, it's a world. So, birthday, and then so many mothers, they give birth to the kid that they don't want it to. Mm. So then you're in that situation with the man that's lied and said that he's your grandfather but's not. And then you're, you're sold into... And then I got raped, mm. and then I got um, sold for the marriage, like arrangement marriage, mm -hmm. but he take money from that. And I remember that the day Do you know how much money? Like, do you know? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. You have to understand that I'm a Cambodian girl. And that time I'm very traumatized. And the Cambodian the girl have no voice. Mm. We don't really have voiceless. And I'm from the mountain. So I'm a butler girl. And in my trauma, it's always I'm a butler person. So I cannot talk to person. It is not in Australia that the that the kid can say no to the parents. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's not like Cambodian in Phnom Penh like now in the town that the girl can say no. It's still in the village that the girl they even they cannot say no. And that still yeah. remains to this it's day. Still right now, this day and this day. So after I remember that the day that I tried to be I tried to die to commit suicide because I don't want to leave. I live for what? He's lying to me and I got hurt and beating all the time and he's raping me and 
I don't know how who I can talk to. Mm-hmm. So I just went to German and make them and die, try to die. So where I meet my my adoption father, he's not really adopted. He come to me and he looked at me and he say, if you want to survive, then keep silence. And you you know, he talked to me, but I don't understand him much because at the same time, I don't speak much Cambodia. So I know that he's the one, he's my dad. Today, I don't care about adoption dad or real, but for me, he's my real dad. I love him so much. The mm-hmm. one guy who helped me and hold me and bring me to his house and give me give me home where I can stay and where I can So is this, is this the gentleman that you were sold to? Yes, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. No, my grandfather, not my dad adoption. And then, because I'm not official with my with this guy because this guy I just know him when I try to commit suicide right oh right so your grandfather sold you and then this adopted father was around the time when you tried to take your life yeah he tried to help me how did he know that how did he know like how did you remember how he fitted in like where he kind of came from in that environment I think now I understand why he helped me because his life is like me and his wife's life is like me too Mm. So they was victim themselves too. So at that point when he said, if you want to survive, you must stay silent. Silence. And like, he always silenced. He never talked to. Mm. Was there a point then when you made a decision? Because this is just after you've tried to take your own life. You're still young. You've suffered horrific atrocities in, like for such a, a young person. Did you then decide, okay, I'm going to now survive? I have no courage to decide anything else. Mm. So for me, you know what it means, date inside and try to survive. So after that, my grandfather come to pick me up, to pick me back. And then that, my life studying, sold to the brothel, to whole life. So I didn't see my dad after that. And that was the next, how how long of of your life, the next chapter of your life? You know, it's so strange. I want to understand, I want everyone to understand that a girl being in the sex slave in brothel, in a cake in a dark room, we we have no idea about Sunday, Monday, and Saturday. It's not in Australia. It is in Cambodia. Mm. It's the period like thirty years ago, more than thirty years ago. What's my life happened? It's not easy to figure out. Yeah, Monday. Yes, this time. No, I was in the dark room. I was in the dark room. I was in the cage, and I have been bidding all time. If I don't deserve a client. What were you so? The days aren't, um, they don't matter. The hours don't matter. You're just bit by bit hoping that you are still alive the next day. What are you concentrating on in those moments? Your breath, your, to keep your eyes open. Are you, what, what do you, what take us to that place of how, what is on your mind? And I have nothing in my mind. Nothing. Nothing in the mind. Not, not hope, nothing. All my body is anger. What I want is to, my dream is to marry with um, with the guy who have a gun that I can come and kill them back. Right. Mm. That's my anger. Mm. So I get completely anger. So a few years after in the brothel, they leave me free. I'm free. I can live everywhere. I can go everywhere, but where I'm going? Mm. I have no family. Go back to my family adoption. The people, do, they look down on me, on myself. Mm. So. Sometimes it's hard to understand this life. I can talk to all survivors, to all my girls now. We understand each other. Mm. 
but talking with the person, it is, it is so hard to talk. It is mm. so hard to explain them that no choice. It's no choice. So even I have a choice, but where I'm going? So at least I stay in the brothel. At least most of the victims, we understand each other. We know each other. So you at least have each other there. Exactly. Mm. Until I meet my husband, my ex-husband, who I met him in the brothel and who tried to to leave me, to, to give me opportunity and try to save me. Mm-hmm. But the problem, he cannot save me because I got traumatized. So he, I come to his house and go back to the brothel. Come and go mm. back to the brothel because I don't believe in, in guy. Mm. It's all about sex. So one day and he speak my and then he just like, he tried to encourage me to leave. So I decided to leave because I think that I hate Cambodian people and I want to live in France. Maybe France is give me better life. Maybe France is better and then I want also, you know, to have some money to help my family adoption. It's, that is, again, it's a culture of sacrifice life mm-hmm. for someone to help you. So I want to sacrifice my the rest of my life because I am dead inside. I don't care about sex, about anything else. I just care one thing. This guy give me food before and I want to give him back. Mm-hmm. So I've been in France and I start to understand that people everywhere, they look down on the on the victim, on the girl who have been in the brothel that they call prostitute. Mm-hmm. It's a very big word. I hate to call that. Otherwise, today, everything that I try to make the people understand, like, no one of the women deserve to be raped. I want everyone to be very aware of all of this. It's easy to tell the point that, yeah, she's prostitute and she has fun life sex and she has money. No. Woman body. We have also, we have also, how I can say, women are not the toys. Mm-hmm. So you go to France with this, your now ex-husband. I go to France on May 16, 1993, mm-hmm. to France. And there I realized that everyone is the same. So I was, I meet my mother-in-law. I don't speak French. I just like a little bit learn from my, my husband and he teaching me and then she asked me, what are you doing in Cambodia? And I told her that I was traffic and then I was in the brothel. And she looked down on me, she, she locked me in the room. She mm-hmm. didn't want people to see me because I'm just a prostitute. And so you've always been very honest with mm-hmm. who you are and what your past is because a lot of people would have lied to their mother-in-law and said, I was a teacher or I, had a, I, I worked on the street in a, with fruit. A lot of people would have done that. My husband, or the friend of my husband, meet me in the brothel. How I can lie to the people. Mm -hmm. How? I just see my ex-friend who just came back last week to see me in Cambodia, like after 27 years, Mm -hmm. but he meet me in the brothel. Of course, they are so proud to see me Mm -hmm. today that I stand up for all the girls. So I come back to Cambodia with my ex-husband and the way I start my life. So I go back to the brothel because 
Medicin Sans Frontières is French, it's like Doctor Without Border. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. They asked me to make um, research about the condom. And I'm the one who speaks French and Cambodian that I can translate. What was that like going back after, you know, as you said, your, your kind of mode of coping was you know, disconnecting, being dead inside, but then thinking about it, just, you know, getting out. When my big boss asked me, somebody can you help us and to go to the brothel and have to translate, you know, or to, the, to make a research about the condom, where I meet all the women in the brothel, where might I come back? So when I saw the people, you know, the team going to the brothel and see the little girl who had been bidding, and when I look at their eyes, I understand exactly what they've gone through, mm -hmm. like myself, what they've gone through. When I hear all the voice, I know exactly where is the cage. I know exactly all of this. So day by day, I become very sick. And I start to tell my husband, I cannot leave here. We have to help this girl out. And I told my boss, why don't we help them out? Let's hold things there for a sec, guys. We need to take a break. A message from the people that are helping us put this pod channel together. We live for Saturdays. You get to sleep in and you get to stay up. Daydreaming, adventure seeking, all play, no work. Yeah, and we believe that your skin should feel just as good as you do when you wake up, refreshed. Happy, healthy and bright. Developed to reveal your clearest, dewiest complexion, Saturday Skin is basically a weekend in a bottle. Yeah, you can make everyday Saturday with Saturday Skin. You can uh, check it out. It's available at Maya or www.saturdayskin.net. The promo code TG can be used for a 10% discount. That's 10% on us. Just use the TG promo code when you buy Saturday Skin. In my house, I have two rooms. I have a baby. And then we go have HIV eight there. And my husband is French. One day he say, "It is enough now. My house is not zoo." How many How many girls at the peak did you have living in your two bedroom I house? remember we have like seven, eight wow, girls in my house. So I was crazy. Like, oh, you leave this girl, or I leave with the girl. I don't know, but it was me. So and and I tell him like we have a lot of money, and then we have to give them, and we have to fix them, and then we have to give everything. So I never. I have idea to build NGO. So when I have, I start to have my house like over and over. I have like uh, like seven, eight, ten girls in my house, mm -hmm. and one of them very traumatized. She got HIV AIDS. She have PP everywhere. She have like everywhere. My husband become very crazy, mm -hmm. and he tell me out now, somebody out out of my house. And then I have always a good friend. Good friend, he tell me somebody. So I have a house. I can borrow you. And I have uh, Save the Children UK, John Anderson, I remember her name so well, not her face, but her name. She borrowed me the house. She said, I have a small house. You can wear, you can put all your, all your sister, because I call always sister. <laughs> and I have the friend of my wife, Catherine, she's so great. She said, I gave you um, rice. And I have my brother who was seeing me all the time in the brothel when I was in the brothel. And he said, I give you a machine. So I got all of this, but I still have, I don't have staff. Mm. No one helped me. Just you. So that is the first time I decide to go back to my home, to my village, to the village where I get raped. I don't want, I never want to go back. So mm. because I know that my mom's story, She'd been victim herself. Mm -hmm. I know my dad going to help me because he have a big heart, because he have always 
giving. We have so many kids in his house. Mm -hmm. So I go back to the village at night time and come, come back at night time too because I, want, I don't want to see the people. So I asked my, my mom, I say, can you help me? And my sister and my mom over is this there. Your is this your adoption? Adoption. 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 Yeah. I don't want to say adoption. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. my mother, okay. it's my sister. Yeah. I hate the adoption. So my mom said, okay, okay, I'm going to help you. And my sister was beating my husband all the time. She said, okay, okay, I'm going to. So I had my mother and sister. So I start with myself, my mother and sister. So you went and picked them up and they came back with you? Yeah, so my wow. sister and my mom, they are teaching. They are teacher and my sister, she's sewing. Mm -hmm. So that is what I start at the beginning of everything. Wow. Day by day and I have the people help me. I have UNICEF help me for over 10 years. And I'm, I'm now today. Do you, feel like, do you feel like that was ever a choice? Was there a moment, was it looking in that little girl's eyes where you said, I have to do something? Or does this just feel like it's not even an option for you not to you be could dedicating have, well, your life? You could have been in that big house yeah. by yourself and pretended it didn't happen. I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. What I want, what I don't need for myself too. No worry about it. I'm, I'm selfish too. So I have two choices. One is commit suicide because I cannot live with what I'm living today. I get through so much thing in my life suffering and I will suffer. And I hate suffer and I try to you say I try to kill myself but I'm not dying. So since I get this baby and one of them he very inspired my life, her name is Dumdi. So she's the one who made me a choice to survive. And she's the one who made me a choice to continue my work. When, you know, when I come back from France, being in the re in the street, I saw so many people, like, they just tried to beating a, a girl. So I asked him to stop the car, and I saw a woman very skinny. You can see them, you can see how directly you say, you give her, like, 27 years old, but she's just 18. Mm -hmm. And then they're beating them, and I asked them, why you beat them? And they say, prostitute girl, and she have HIV AIDS, so we have to kill her. And then... I just go in her, just jamming her, and in, in Cambodia at the same time, and you know, like a woman who gave her a car, like I have power, right, because mm -hmm. I have money. Mm -hmm. So I hold this girl in my arm, and I look at her, and I don't try to, to cry. So I brought her in the car, and the driver tell me, don't bring her in the car, because she have HIV AIDS, she's a butler. And I fear myself, I'm going to kill you, or you try me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he don't know my story, and I don't talk about my story to them. So I bring, I brought this girl to my house, and I have my daughter was like one month old. And my husband, he, he have a good heart. He's tough, but have a good heart. And he's also a doctor, so he know, he say, she for sure that she have HIV AIDS money. And I'm sure that she have tuberculosis. So the day that the after we going to test tuberculosis, mm -hmm. she had pneumonia, tuberculosis, and she got HIV AIDS too. Mm -hmm. So they we have a center. Is the center in Cambodia? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that? So we have the center. The center we provide is helping and financed by Project Future. We provide care of uh, all victims. So it's that like we have thirty men baby until 18 years old by girl. So they come to the center, so we have the care, we have psychology, we have counseling, we have meditation, yoga, 
and yoga also provide also by Australian people mm-hmm. now me and um, they go to school you know to recover them from all the things they have the training we train them because my objective is like to give them opportunity to find a job and also to be independent financially right but my big dream is to help them you know maybe one day I leave I cannot stay here for long maybe I'm dying maybe I don't know I don't know about life. So my dream is to have like 90% of all the staff as a survivor. And today I have it. And so for me, I believe on education. Mm. It's mm. freedom, right? Yeah. What is that like to see, like, because you would have done that for so many women, so many people, that as you say, part of the problem is not having a voice, not mm. having somewhere to go. What... What is that like to be able to see somebody actually discover their own voice when they've been told their whole lives that they shouldn't have one, just like you were? It's so many survivors have been, when they, when they stand up, we have so many survivors who stand up, but each time survivors stand up to talk about trafficking issues, about soul slavery, they take down by the organised crime or by the team or by the people. You have to understand that all your organised crime, they have a lot of money. Because it's still happening, right? So can you, but can you give us, no, but for our listeners, I think it's important for Mm -hmm. them to understand this isn't an issue of the past. How would you explain modern slavery or human trafficking in Cambodia today? Today, for Cambodia today, today is yet better because the government, they try to work so hard and then because we're showing the government that we are not getting involved on any political, what we wanted to helping the girl and to helping women, they give them a voice and choice that they can stand up. But in the worldwide right now, the people are talking about human trafficking, but they keep talking too much, no reacting. Mm-hmm. No doing. Oh my God, yes. Talk, That's talk, politics, talk. right? Mm-hmm. They talk so much. So my, my advice to say it is enough to talk. But it's react. Mm. So I always believe on the people who are reacting. And also you have to understand that to get involved on the human on the like trafficking, mm-hmm. it is not easy. It is very big and sure situation. So it's it's like second after drop. It's second rank after drop. Project Future speaks of connecting people to the issue and what you guys are doing are about connecting. What are the challenges by people, say, listening to this show? It's predominantly an Australian audience, but there's a few people in the UK and the States, Western, obviously, understanding what this is. What do you want to connect to them? So in Australia, we have Project Future, and I want to talk a little bit about Project Future, but I love them. What I like them is like Project Future, they organise every year, two times a year, they organize all the trips that the people, they, can, they come to visit us in Cambodia to visit the reality, where the girl working, where the girl is and where we get success and that is connecting between the girl and also the, the, the condona or... Uh, the travel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, I think that is more important than everything, every money. Why is that? What? Because sometimes I feel like that can be a novelty, like, you know, almost like the orphanage tourism. How does it help people by people coming in and connecting with the girls in Cambodia? So when the people, they come and then they see the girl, first of all, the girl inspire them. Mm-hmm. Because you can see a little girl, 
example, like four years ago, got raped, she got sold in the brothel, she got HIV AIDS, she lost all her hair, and the doctors tried to tell her that she's going to die, but today she's 18 years old, and she's in university, she has hope she wants to be a lawyer. Look, that is inspiring, mm. inspiration, right? Mm. I always believe in inspiration. Another way, for girl to see these people like Richard Fisher to bike ride for kilometer and kilometer, hundred kilometer, hundred kilometer, to bike to raise to raise fun, to raise awareness for them. So they say, my life is not your life. You can be in Australia. You can be as great. You cannot how you cannot um, doing the hard work for us. Mm -hmm. But you still you keep doing. So at the same time, you inspire the girl life too by sharing all the story, you know, what you've been in Australia, you have like hope, you know, you go mm -hmm. to university, you have friends, you have... Yeah, and fine. also you guys mm -hmm. have a great attitude. One attitude that I love is like hugging, laughing and hello and then mm -hmm. you don't look down on the girl. No. You no. listen to the story with very passion, with, with really love. So why I love you guys so much? <laughs> I love the <laughs> picture so much. And that's one to make the people get more and more involved and they get, you know, more they see the work that we're doing, more they have more confidence. So I have hope. I yes. have hope. Yeah. I'm very optimistic on everything. Yeah. We can see that. Ah, yes. <laughs> so would you say you found an element of peace in yes. yourself? Yes. And then I'm starting to understand. So I became Buddhist and Buddhist and I read a lot also about religion, so I respect all religion. But I pick up Buddhist easy for me because in Khmer, it is all in Cambodian. And everything is about real reality life. So when I get very upset, I saw all my girls around me, they are crying, they are upset. And in my life, never I hurt my girl, my baby, you know, all these girls around me, they are four or five years old, I cannot hurt them. So sometimes when I tear down, they come to me, mommy, and then they cry like, so I started to understand that I hold all the fire on myself mm -hmm. and I start to to understand that what I gone through, I cannot forget it and I start to forgive, first mm -hmm. of all to forgive myself, what I gone through is not my fault. By helping them, I help myself first. Mm -hmm. So when I help myself, I, yeah. I start to be a good mom, then I teach my girl and today everyone are happy. So even we have a new victim arriving because we are all quiet because at the center we meditate every day, two yeah. times a day too. Mm -hmm. So the girl, they are more calm and we are all forgiven about forgiveness, forgive to the people. And we want to build the world wise with kind, with the mm -hmm. word of kindness, with mm -hmm. the word of love, yeah. but love with no condition. We don't want to, to, to hold a fire. If we get anger, we hold a fire, then we burn ourselves, we burn everyone, we burn society. So wow. Malie Ma'am, we are so, so glad and grateful that you've come to share your story with us and with our listeners. And I wanted to ask about the Project Future Trips. Yeah, and so if you, you guys... can go to www.projectfuture.com and they organise a trip in July. So if you want to participate in, you just go to Project Future uh, website and you connect with Claire and you connect with all our team there. And we have another trip in uh, October.
Okay, so July and if, October. If you've heard something in this story and you said, oh, "Oh my goodness, I need to do something," I think for me it is really nice to hear from you and from the horse's mouth, like the actual person, to say that those types of trips help. Because mm. I think sometimes mm. there's mixed messages, different trips as well. You're unsure what's actually going to contribute, where the money goes. And you want to make sure that you are making a difference too. Yeah, um, you've heard it here first. Yeah. So projectfuture.com, if you want more information on those trips, there's, a, there's one coming up in July if you're finding that you want to help. Um, and then every year you've got your annual Around International Women's Day Gala. Yeah, and I will bring each time survivor with me so because like I told you one day I will leave I want to be a mother and mm. cooking I love cooking mm. so you can one one look eat Cambodian food come to the yes. <laughs> oh, happy so. International Women's Day to you you are what a woman like we can't even thank you so much for sharing your story with us and with our listeners you are truly inspiring happy happy Women's Day to every woman and it's not one day, it's every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sing it, we hear you. We yeah, hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hear you. Thank you so much. Thank you. this podcast but you want to chat about it more make sure you go to the thinker girls on facebook and insta because that's where we're going to be continuing this convo with you posse yes we want to know what you think posse so every week we'll be breaking down our podcast content across social media so you have an opportunity to share your opinions head to facebook instagram snapchat or even twitter to find us ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.